Barber College Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy JC and Crown Cuts Academy Bristol. Also, Proficient Nail Academy, downtown Johnson City. Spreading love the Tri-City way is the way. But check this out. Spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. Guess what? We back at it. We back in the studio together again. It's been a, it's been a couple weeks, but we back in the studio. I know we ready. Got some fresh, some fresh and new intel to talk about. But I'm going to let my guys introduce themselves. Who's going first? I'll go first. Uh, Jordan Barr from Bristol, Tennessee. Jay Baba on Instagram. Glad to be back. It's been, what, I ain't been here for about two weeks. The Green Goblin. <laughs> but I'm glad to be back and be here. Yeah, Am I Your Barber? Marion, Virginia. Uh, Am I's Barber Shop and Gallery. Uh, yeah, nobody missed this because that the, the podcast with the last one that Craig did was amazing. Like, that's one of my favorite episodes so far with the, the guy with the mafia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the one before last. It? Yes, that was probably it was it was, it was official. I that, told you it was. Man, it gave me chills to think about like how <laughs> like just the opportunities you know and like, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm go ahead and get the episode. But that was that was <laughs> yeah. dope. That was dope. Yeah, the one after that was my man Brian Lomax who who cut the guys from the Colts. That was a Zoom. He was yeah. from he's from Indianapolis, yeah, right? Indianapolis, and he's talking about but and that was major too. That was a good one. Too, I haven't got a chance to see that one yet. Yeah, that's dope. But yeah, we're gonna rock it again. We, we we back at it. I mean, I I missed you guys first off. Well, I appreciate it. We man, miss you. We miss man. you, man. Yeah, I mean, I know like you said, that episode with the I was like, man, it was so dope. And I'm getting so much information. And I'm like, I know Am I would have some dope questions. Nah, he's just, I know Jordan has some dope. I mean, it, he it, got a I, chance to express everything and like to get the whole story out. It was, was almost awesome. like a Godfather episode. Like I wish uh, Mitch had played some Godfather music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like man, could have had cannolis. Yeah, am I interviewing <laughs> right? I hope you don't, you know what I'm saying, snatch me up after you get out of here. <laughs> Throw a bag on your head when you walk outside. Yeah, I mean, somebody going to come after me after we say the wrong name or something. You can't say no names. No, nah, you can't say no <laughs> names. You know, you know, up in the, the mafiosos up in New York, them boys are serious. If you're cutting their hair, you really got to be tight-lipped. Oh, 100%. But that just shows in our industry that there's certain things we have to be confidential with, with our clients. There should definitely be. All around. It don't yeah. matter how big you are, how small you are. Uh, bro, you know what I mean? No matter your status, you should be confidential with all your clients, not just people who might potentially put a hit on you. You be talking about somebody, you be talking about somebody, they be their cousin, and they're gonna go through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go straight to them. No, that's important. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna freak this episode again. Thank you to Feedspot for ranking us in the top 25 podcasts in the world. Where we at again? We Canada, Canada, America, Ireland, Iceland, Australia, UK. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we 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 doing it. That's that's big. Man. Jordan just went to Cabo. He just visited Cabo. <laughs> I think I went to Cabo just because I got this the this set the set suit the set uh, short set on little greens. I mean, when you're a barber making about two G's a week, no. You can, you can, you can <laughs> I wish it. I was making two G's a week. That, that's yeah. a vacation fit though, for real. Yeah, it is doubt. very chill. Yeah. I like it. That's the reason why I got. You got to come out without no socks though. No, you got to your toes. No, nah, I can't. Toes. I can't have toes. It's it's perfectly okay for a gangster to wear sandals. That's a Kanye West quote. <laughs> That's what Kanye West Open said. toes, man. Open toes. I mean, I, I, mean, I ain't a gangster, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to jump. Jordan went to the um, Tennessee trade show last week. Yes. And how, how was that, Jay? I, 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 and by again, I'll, I'll endorse every student, every up-and-coming barber should go to a hair show. I endorse that. It, it, it just turns your whole life upside down when it comes to your professional barbering. It makes you want to become a barber ten times to a hundred to a hundred level. 
Yeah, everybody should go to a hair shop. And so it opens your eyes and like makes you realize that there's far more that you need to learn. Like, it's just, it is it just blows your mind. Every time I go to one, it blows my mind because I'm just like, dang, that, that's something that like when I see a haircut, I'm like, dang, I want to try that. Or I see like a new way of doing a fade or like cutting style. Like it's a whole bunch of stuff, new products, scissors, clippers, whatever. Like there's stuff out there you just you need to see. That's a great point. You're seeing new ways to do a haircut. You're seeing new styles that you might want to try. You know, because I mean? sometimes you just work, especially for a lot of barbers who work by themselves. It's And I had a topic with the guy last week. One thing that you miss out on sometimes is learning from other barbers. But going to a hair show, it will teach you so many different tricks and trades and techniques that you don't, you, you don't have a choice but to grow when you go to a hair show. Yeah, and it's, it, it, and also it helps break up that monotony of waking up, doing a haircut, working 10, 12 hours, 8, 12, 10 hours on your feet. And, I mean, I, I mean, we love what we do, but, I mean, anytime you work like that all the time, you you it's good to, to have something to break it up, you know, and that, and that makes it feel good. And also you can market it to your clients that you're going to get education. You're going to these classes so that you could be better, you know, and a lot of times that could help you raise your prices or add different services and things of that nature. I mean, by far, I mean, product sales is, is a major thing that a lot of barbers miss out on. And you go to a hair show, I mean, you you will get to see some products that you maybe can, can vend in your business. So how was the hair show, Jay? How was it? What'd you, what'd you, what'd you like? What interested the, you the energy was crazy. Because uh, I went on live, I don't think am I doing. And uh, why I went on live right when I was about to do the barber competition. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody in there was hyped. I mean, it, it was like a big, big, you know, it wasn't like a big, big, you know, uh, barber, uh, you know, expo or anything like that. But it was, it was a good environment. Um, it's probably at least, I say at least a hundred people there, maybe, maybe a little bit more. Right. But, uh, it was it was fun. Good vibes. Uh, a lot of good people there. A lot of good products. Uh, Clipper. There's this Clipper company I never heard of. It's called uh, Kako or yeah. something yeah. like that. And I joke with I, their trimmers are fire. It was, I was like, they, just, they, they feel good. In the yeah, they, they feel the, really heavy. They feel like a babbless, but a little bit more powerful. How was, was the price point? What was the price comparison? Uh, it's about the same. About the same. Yeah, it's about the same. They're, uh, it's pretty dope. Uh, got. Got to talk to the, the one of the ambassadors of Kako, and then uh, I don't know if it's Kako, I can't remember the name of it, but he was cool. We uh, talked to up with a couple people. So, good, good I mean, time. but the thing is that people don't realize when you go to a show, the networking and people you'll meet is, is that's one of the greatest things about going to a hair show. Yeah, there's a lot. I met a lot of people from uh, Atlanta, there's people from uh, Memphis, um, Knoxville, Nashville. Just some good bodies that you could just yeah, connect with. Yeah. And a lot of people that a lot of them I've seen from uh, the Knoxville board, the one I, my first one I went to, the dude I actually went uh, against in the competition, he was in the competition in Knoxville, except he wasn't in the student one; he was in the regular one, mm -hmm. and he did a he did a dope a dope haircut. It was so clean. But this is, your, is my bad. No, you good? You answer. This was your fourth. Yeah, my fourth one. So, so what is the difference between one and four? Can you tell us the difference? <sighs> the the feeling. Uh, the nervousness is uh, not as bad. wasn't shaking as bad. <laughs> uh, Still shaking though? I, no, no. I was just. I mean, what's just you a mean? little bit. Just what, the, the first about ten the, minutes. Once the clippers come on, you good. Yeah, you like once you like you zone in and you just let the music hit and you just getting your you know start feeling good. I mean, it's it's just like cutting in the shop. Yeah. You just got to be a little bit more precise with with your movements intentional. and intentional. Yeah, intentional. Yeah, make sure your clippers on point. Yeah. 
Yeah, gotta make sure everything's charged up and all yeah, that stuff. I mean, sure. other than that, I mean, it's a learning experience for everyone. I will say, uh, I was a learning experience for this one because I didn't. I feel like I didn't come in. I didn't place for anybody. I want to know, but uh, it was a good. Nobody was going to ask that, Jordan. No, I was just, just, just one, <laughs> just saying. But uh, I was, uh, I wasn't say? well prepared as I should have needed. Like should have been. So, Elaborate. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, what the. So my client that was originally supposed to go, uh, I hit him up. up. Yeah. And so it threw off my whole plan right. for everything. So I had to, I had to pick somebody that night. Just I hit up whoever. I was like, yo, you know, you want to go to Nashville? I'll pay for everything. And he was like, yeah, bro, I'll go. Like, you know, you know, whatever. And I was like, all right, bet. So I had to take my boy Trevor. And shout I was out, just looking Shout at, out to T. Shout yeah, out to T. That's love for coming yeah, in Yeah, my boy Trevor. He's, I, I mean, I'll have... Many other clients that do the same thing, but it was, it was just one of them that said, yeah. But uh, he he came through in the clutch, and I just we went to the hotel, and I was up looking all through that night of haircuts that would fit his hairstyle, like, in his head. Like, just had to go for it. The client that you had, were you, like, preparing his head up to this? Like, have you been practicing what you want to do up to this point? Well, it's hard because he just came on the clutch. No, yeah. I'm saying the one before that. So yeah, no, but I actually was. Like, I was going to um, – the whole month, I was actually hitting him up for to come through, and so I can look at his hair and like kind of set it up, kind of a little bit how I wanted it to, be, you know, look. Your a little game bit. plan, yeah. But he's he was he hit me up afterwards and apologized on some stuff, but he's supposed, um, he's supposed to pay you for that. <laughs> he but it's okay. how lit it was. Yeah, was he's like, like, oh, he like, man, I felt so bad. I'm sorry. Like I had some things go down. I said it's cool, man. It's literally she told me, you know. But um, yeah, I would have. I just felt like I was unprepared and. Everybody there had their their clients hair colored. Um, that's like, a big one, right? That's a big, yeah. It's a very big one. They had costumes on, like role play. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's like they had a, the dude that the uh, the one I was talking about is from Knoxville. He had a dude. He had on a the boxing set. He had on boxing shorts and a championship belt. He had makeup around his eye. Look, like he had a black eye. It was, it was pretty dope. You, like, hmm. you could have wore that outfit, but you just unbuttoned like the third button down. That's a, that's. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, it counts, yeah. Yeah, that would have been. So, I mean, but, and no, it was just, it's just another way for me to learn. So, right. I mean, I just know next time I might want to have two people instead of one. So, that's all That's right. a good idea. That's like, a, that's have a, two people, have a backup. That's a yeah. real good idea because yeah. most people don't think about that. So, if you go in the, stud- in the competition, student or regular competition at a hair show, always have two people. Maybe have an alternate as a third, just in case. And be prepared for them to come, especially if you're driving two or three, four hours. Four hours. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, it ain't nothing to tell me. I'll take care of everything. That's cool. Yeah, you know, I paid we, for two. It, we stayed for two nights. We had we had a good time. It was really fun. We had a went downtown, ate and stuff. And you know I mean, I mean, I try to make it a three day trip. Like right. you know, just to have a little, spend some time with my clients. And I brought my cameraman with me. Got to try to get him some exposure and stuff. And I paid him for that. So it's, it was it was a good time. I had fun. Yeah, and that's what it's about. I mean, I think that's big. That's big. So, what 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 else did you see there that you haven't seen before? I know you talked about those clippers that I haven't seen before. Those what is it, Coco clippers? Yeah, it's, it's C O C C O. Um, I, I don't know if it's Coco or I, can, I don't know how you say it, but uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I haven't seen. You know, the dude that, that wanted Craig was the dude that we met at OG Barber Conference. He yeah. was the one that was talking about celebrity barbers. Remember, he got up. He's talking about celebrity barbers. And he, he had a booth in the back where he was selling product. He's a taller guy. I don't know if you remember him or not, but he was at the OG Barber Conference. Mm-hmm. He was a, he's won 30, 
30 uh, barber competitions. I mean, and he's had six six awards. Um, I mean, he, but he's going. It. That's, yeah, he's that's, he's getting he's getting the reps in. I mean, I mean I'm not I'm not not knocking him or anything like that. But I mean, he was cold, bro. And I was like, I was like, dang. He like, probably lost forty. Or <laughs> yeah, you know no, so, the win yeah, is thirty. It, yeah, so I mean, I mean, but he came in and prepared. He know what to do. He he analyzed. He probably yeah. prepped for a whole six months. Like, yo, I'm going in hard on this, and that's what you gotta do. You you gotta prep, and but it's the same. Just like in school, when we talk about students preparing and doing what they gotta do. While they're in school, if you, you you know some students get to school and they're just fiddling their thumb, playing games, not coming to class, not coming to school, and then they wondering why their haircuts a certain way. You gotta be intentional about everything. You you have to be. You 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 have to understand that preparation wins. You gotta prepare every time. Yeah, I'm like man. So I mean, this is and that's what this podcast is about. Just talking about barber college success, preparing students. Or the casual person out there who wants to be a barber, or just in our industry, you just can't roll over and wake up one day and say you're gonna cut hair. You, you can't. I mean, you you have to prepare. You have to invest in. A lot of people they just so like we've talked about so many times. Oh my fade, my fade. Your fade is gonna come, but it's so much more than a fade. Yeah, you gotta find some way to make yourself different. Because uh, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's gonna have. A pretty good fade because uh, it's just reputation. I mean, being so, able to do a good fade. Don't get me wrong. I'm not underestimating that. Yeah, that a good fade is. is I mean, it's dope. But diversify your portfolio when it comes to this haircutting game. How's your customer service? How's what's your experience yeah. you're providing? And, and 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 we talk about it all the time. But in the textbook, the first four chapters is what life life skills, history of barbering, history of barbering, professionalism, professionalism. Communication. What you talked about, you talked about his presentation before you even talked about his haircut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's in professional image. So he was into the textbook from the beginning. His life skills, he came prepared. I, I mean, that's evident. Before you even touch the clippers, they talk about the history of Barbara. They talk about communication. They talk about life skills. They talk about professional image. I mean, that's... I mean, if you like, and I always tell students, if you listen, if you follow the book, if you learn the book from the first page to the last page, there's no reason you can't dictate what you, what you want your salary to be. Everything from the front to the back, from consultations to shampoo, the different types of shampoos they have, we have the skin texture, skin types, everything, everything. Yeah, I mean. Why not? Especially if you want to take this 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 industry serious. And most people get like, I love barber. I love bar. I want to be a barber so bad. Like, I was at a festival this weekend, and then I had one of um this barber shirt from the guys from Philly, from Wands and um Brother Craig Skills up there. Craig's in Delaware. My bad. Delaware. Yeah, where I was. Yeah, Delaware, I was Delaware. literally thinking about that. Like Delaware podcast. Wines is in Philly. <laughs> he corrected that. He <laughs> was like, "Nah, <laughs> Delaware." And I had a night. They got a, a brand iconic barber, and I had the shirt. It's a dope shirt. And this kid just beeline to me. He's like, "Man, I want to be a barber. What can I got? What what I have to do? I've been looking for you for the longest. Mm -hmm. I'm coming to school. I'm signing up." And I'm thinking that, like, man, I hope you're real serious about this. I mean, I, I, being a barber is just. And I'm looking in his eyes, and he seemed real serious because he, he was with like four or five of his homeboys. And he's like, man, I, I, I always wanted to be a barber. I wanted, but I'm thinking like, 
hope you understand. It's going to take some work. People don't understand. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right. They just think that you could just hop in here and just expect to make money off that. It takes, it takes time. It don't just happen like, it don't just happen like that. Yeah. And one dude burned me up, man. He he tried to get in the, the the shop before last that I worked at. This dude was trying to get an apprenticeship, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'll come down there and just cut and make a little extra money." I'm like, "Bro, you have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> like, that was the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard. But like you said, you don't know until you you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So you, I mean, hey, it's gonna be book work. Hey, you're gonna have to prepare for a test. Hey, it's gonna be like what eighteen hundred hours. Yeah. And that's almost like a year and a half, two, two years. Two thousand. We do apprenticeship. A- apprenticeship, two thousand hours. Yeah. And that's almost like two years. Are you prepared for that? That's the long haul. Are you prepared to be in school that long? Are you prepared to be in an apprenticeship that long? Because a lot of people just. They just, kept, they just die out. Like, man, I don't know. I can't do this no more. And it happens. And it's easy to do. And yep. But honestly, that's that, I like that. I like that because it ciphers out. Yeah. I mean, you at least get people that have some sort of drive to get to that point. You know, it's become a lot easier, I feel like, to become a barber than what it used to be because there's so many resources out here to become a barber. Right. And, you know, like financial aid, for example, and and and. And getting into the schools, but I, I think at least the process of becoming a barber shifts some people out of the out of the pool. Yes, and but when some people come, they realize that they it's a commitment, and they have to go to school. They have to come on Saturdays. You have to do a perm. You have to do the roller sets. You have to be able to use your shares. You have to do all of it, and that deters some people too when they get there. That weed some people out too. But segueing to our next point, like you just mentioned, financial aid. Um, there's a little snippet that's been coming out about the government is trying to take financial aid from the industry. Have you guys heard about that? Yes. And what are your views? I think it's going to affect a lot of people like being able to go into school, like do school in general. Because... A lot of people don't have the funds to, you know, that's just, I mean, it's a hard time, especially now with everything being more expensive. And I mean, it, it'd be hard for people to get in school without financial aid. Well, I know there's like TCAT and TCAT and, and, and like um, most community college have a barber program, um, which, which a lot of people graduate from the barber programs and they come out doing well. But it's almost like an apprenticeship where it's about, I think it's about two years. And it's, you don't get that many reps as far as like cutting hair. But I mean, that would be the next step for a lot of students. Or I mean, the schools are still going to be open, but it's going, like you said, it's going to be challenging for some students to come out their pocket and pay for school. Because great thing about financial aid, you go into school with no money down. What's the logic in it? Why? Why? Why do they say they wanted to do that? Um, well, they deemed it not. Essential. Oh, those dirt bags with the non <laughs> with the non essential stuff. Yeah, yeah, they deemed it not. Uh, you show me a center about a fresh cut. I'll show you a dirt bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they deemed it not. And in in some ways, you gotta get a lot of barbers trying to really bootleg themselves in the industry. That's what what could happen too. Yeah, and that's probably what is going to happen. But I th- but it, it's it's counter it's counterproductive because they want tradesmen. They've made an effort to try to remove the license to get more tradesmen. But then the licensing isn't going away. So right. you're going to remove the ability to obtain a license for people. How much sense does that make? Well, they are, they have talked about taking away their license too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. and, and and that's even a bigger bigger topic because like we talk about. 
the professional image, yeah. the life skills, the communication, the comical diseases, sanitation. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna kind of defeat the purpose of what we're trying to do is help the industry grow. I feel like that's gonna make it go back farther back than what it, than it was before, in my opinion, because it's gonna have people you know did not sanitize or like sanitary or like don't know how to cut properly or do shampoos or anything like that. Like it's gonna be. And I think it's more realistic. It's more realistic for them to get that. 15, 30, 20,000 back than these people that are pay, taking out 60,000, 70, you know, upwards to $150,000, you know, 250,000. Yeah. And they're going to die probably before they pay that back. You oh, know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you're going to get that 13, 15, 20 back. That's going to happen. So some why people, would you take people, that away? Some people are not paying that back. No, that, yeah. I mean, they're not going to ever be able to pay it back. So, I mean, it, I hope something comes. Uh, well, the key is, now is that people need to stop paying attention to their local legislators and their, their laws that's being passed in their state. Because I know a lot of people just not up, like, oh, I ain't really messing with politics. But it's to the point now when it's, it's affecting your industry, you need to start thinking and looking at it. If you're a barber or cosmetologist or any kind of tradesman and you haven't started paying attention to what, what they're doing with the laws since COVID, you're messing up. Because they just did whatever they wanted to us through all the COVID, through the whole COVID process. So, I mean, you really, we really need to be more invested in this and as as because our industry is kind of just getting thrown around and they're just doing whatever with it, with, with no reasoning behind it, in my opinion. And I think we need to stand up because if, if that gets passed so easy, what other things could they do to yeah. affect our industry? Not just, our, not just our industry, but industries out there that has like certificates. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of certificate programs out there. How do you how do you get? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, well, again, we need to vote. We need to on our lower level, like city, um, state. Um, we need to we need to come out in full force, and and see who are who we are putting in in. In office, who we put in position to make these decisions for us? Maybe they think we're getting too powerful. Maybe because we think we're making too much money and we're not. <laughs> we no, no no we're not we we're not we. <laughs> so um, we're not. You know, like, man, these dudes is not showing up. I mean, making too much then, money now. But then, yeah. a, then a lot of barbers probably would not even want to regulate and, and and show what they're making. And then yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I, I I hope it doesn't happen because. The love for our industry is important with the education. You know, education changes situations. And the more you learn, the more you earn. You know what I mean? And I could see the, the, the disparity in barbers who don't have their license, who are still cutting and trying to make some money. And I see the disparity. It's hard to grow. It's hard to grow because the, the moment... The moment, the minute you tell someone that you're raising your price and you don't have a license and you've been cutting in your house, they're like, man, you don't got your license? Jordan cut better than you. They ain't going to say that to you. They said it to somebody else. They might say it to you. (laughs) They might say it to you. But you know what I mean? And I know a lot of people right now who go to get house cuts at barbers who don't have their license. They're like, man, you the best barber ever. The reason they're saying that is because their price. You're charging ten dollars for a haircut. Six, seven, eight dollars. Sheesh. You know what I mean? And and they might give you a five every now and then. Sometimes they don't even tip you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But man, you 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 nice. 
And we, there's some great barbers who are out there who aren't licensed, some great barbers who can cut. But it's more than that. It's the next step now in being the businessman that you are, knowing about sanitation, knowing about the laws, knowing about the rules, knowing, being in conversations where we're talking about paying your taxes, being in conversations where we're talking about, hey, let's go to a hair show. And not, not saying that you can't do it if you don't have your license, but you know how you feel when you're not official. Yeah. And and I've been there before, even right before I got my license, coming on this podcast. Y'all can go back to when I first got this podcast. Kirk was like, you're a barber. I'm like, no, not. I have a license. He's like, no, you're a barber. But I didn't feel like a barber. I didn't feel like I've actually accomplished it until I got my license. I couldn't say I've arrived. I couldn't feel like that. I didn't, I, got, I had to run through that finish line and get there to to feel like I earned it. And Jordan, I don't know how you felt after all this time. I mean, of course, with us roasting you all the time, it probably wasn't great. But no, it was a relief when I got mine for sure. I was I was happy that I got mine. It, it did kind of feel like it was a. Uh, it was always in the back of my head, like you know, I was like, damn, anytime this dude can walk in and not see that, not see my uh, certificate on the wall, I can just be out of here. It just feels good to have your name on something that's official with a seal stamp of the state and saying you accomplished something. I mean, that's a great feeling. For your craft, seeing that you put in the work, and it just makes you walk a, walk a different way, it makes you feel a different way. And it's powerful, man. When you finally like accomplish something in your life, when you finally do something for yourself, set a goal, work hard to obtain it. Most people haven't done that. You know, a lot of people haven't done that. I mean, yeah, you got, I mean, graduating high school is, I mean, that's an accomplishment. But after high school, I didn't go to college. You know, I didn't, I didn't try to work towards anything. You know, that was like one of my first. That was probably my biggest goal from graduate high school was me obtaining my barber's license. And, but it just opens the door to say, Hey, I can do this. What else can I do? You know, it makes you feel like you are unstoppable. Like whatever you decide to do, you can go do it. Yep. I mean, it's big, it's important. So, I mean, I hope we, um, again, check out your, the state where you're in, check out this new law that might be getting ready to be passed. And even if it's not for you, because you have your license, Think about that person behind you who's looking for a job. Think about that person behind you who's really, who really want to get into this industry, but now, and the communities that it's going to really affect is the really um, underserved communities. People who, who's, who don't have the funds to go to school. Yeah. And doesn't have the, a good credit to go get a, a loan. You know, and that's, it's going to affect the people in the underserved communities he heavily. It changes people's lives. It's not. Yeah. So know. is that, are they saying they're going to take that from, all like education in general, like is colleges, like all that. No, just barber. Just barber. Yeah, the cosmetology industry. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's that's major. Yeah, that that is major. That's I, I don't know what the statistics say. How many people use financial aid? You know what I mean. But I know like um, Wands was talking about how they took it away from Philly years ago, and they started bringing it back slowly. And I hope it. I, I, I am I am thinking maybe what one thing that I'm thinking that it probably has to do with is the rate that people pay pay their their funding back because when you take a loan for school you got to pay that back and most people don't realize that and a lot of students they take their loan they get um the Pell Grant first off which is probably somewhere upwards of five to nine thousand dollars and then you have like maybe like the rest probably a six to seven thousand dollars you got to pay back. But on top of that, with lots of mistakes that students make, they try to take extra money out, 1000 1500 because 
you I think the max you can take out after with, with financial aid, the max you the the school can I think it's about twenty nine thirty thousand dollars. So if your school is is maybe like eighteen nineteen thousand, you can take up the amount left over. And some students take that out, not realizing they have to pay that back. I think it's just free money. You think it's just free money? Your Pell Grant is free money. And if you work with um, the career services where they have a program where they can get you into school for free through vocational rehab or workforce development, that's another option where they'll pay you to go to school or they'll pay school for you. So you, you, uh, there's resources out there. Like um, some banks offer financial aid. Some credit unions offer financial aid. So, I mean, that's, there's some options out there, but there's nothing like going and signing up and you have to put no money down and you don't have to worry about nothing until you, after you graduate, then you start paying your loans back. Have you, ha, I know Jordan, you, you went, you went to financial aid mm-hmm. and you got loans out. Yeah. Um, what, how did they, how did that work out as far as you starting to pay back? Have you started and they, did they send you some information about paying back yet? Yeah. They finally, uh, sent me actually something two weeks ago. So, um, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do, um, instead of paying back them directly, I'm going to the bank and I'm going to take me out a loan and then pay it off and I'll pay the bank back. So, which is a lower interest rate. Oh, so that, that's a little, I guess, gem for anybody. That's a specific, I mean, but that's what, this I mean, is for. that's what this is for. It's only $5,000, but you know, that's, I mean, yeah. that's easy to, I mean, that's pretty easy to pay off in, in yeah. probably like two, like two or three years. If not a little bit, probably sooner than that. It depends on how, yeah. how fast you want to pay it off. You make you know, two grand a week. You should be able to pay that off in a month. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this dude. Uh, I mean, no, just I mean, no, he's, yeah. he's not right. Though. He's wrong. I mean, but that's 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 the. Uh, how do you think about that? What do you mean, like the? Yeah, just go to the bank, get a loan, and pay it off. And uh, my dad was one that told me about that. He was what? like, because he he's in student debt now. He owes like twenty seven thousand dollars because and he's been paying on it for fifteen twenty years now. Because and it hasn't went down at all. Because interest. Yeah. And every year you don't pay. And a lot of students out there when they don't pay, it just keeps going up. Mm-hmm. So he just. Told me he's like, yeah, just go to the bank and take out a loan and pay it off completely. You don't have to worry about it. And then pay back the bank. Hmm. And 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 that's a and that's a great thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I hope that doesn't that day doesn't come. But as, I mean, because we are one of the few professions that AI is not going to take over. Nope. <laughs> Safe from AI. Yeah, we need that. We, need we are one of the few professions that AI is not going to take over. I know we talked about it in previous episodes, but thinking about that in the next two to three years, how many jobs will be lost and people will be coming to our profession trying to get in and then there's no financial aid. Be tough. And, you know, if you're listening right now and you're Barbie, like, I don't care, whatever, you know, like maybe you want to be a shop owner. If you're a shop owner and you can't get people to work for you because there's no financial aid for them to get jobs. But the important thing is if you're a barber, you have to care. If you're licensed, you have to care because if that was the case like in 1990 and, and, and they started thinking about it then and barbers was like, man, I don't care, you wouldn't got your license right now. There'd be no Crown Pets Academy, be no podcast. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the indicative of a man is to plant a tree with a seed. Plant a tree that you will never get shade from. Mm-hmm. And, and think about that. Planting a tree that you will never get shade from. 
Because you know how long it takes a tree to mature and gets to where it, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the indicative of a man. You planting a tree, and, and that's the unselfishness of you understand that you giving shelter to someone else. You got a seed and you pull it down, you planting that tree that's going to develop in 30, 40 years, 50 years might be. And you will never see that tree develop. And that's how we, we I mean, we are who we are because of others, bottom line. And, if you, and if you selfishly think that, and, and, and diminish the fact and say that, man, I don't care. Yeah, something's wrong with you. And you're taken advantage of by the government. Yeah. By the man. And and, and that's the importance, of, again, of the podcast. Just trying to give information out there to let people understand and know, hey, we are up on game. We we, we do research. We we are studying this craft, and we want to make sure that everybody's safe out there because it, it, we, we are who we are because of our listeners. And if it was good when our listeners hit us up and say, man, that episode was dope. Thank you. It made me think differently. That's probably one of the best parts about this is people hitting you up and, like, complimenting you and asking you, you know, telling you that you're doing well. I mean, I mean, and that's worth it, you know, to keep keep the drive going because, I mean, we've been pretty consistent. What's this, episode 120-something? Oh, no, we passed 140. 140? So. 144, 143. 143. Man. Yeah, up there's, yeah. About to hit our 150. We got our anniversary for that. What are we going to do for that? Shoot some fireworks in here? Go out to Is eat. that cool, Mitch? Let <laughs> off some fireworks in here? We, we got to do something for 150. We, we got to do something for episode 150. You got to get one of them horns. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean something. We got to do something. I don't know. We got to plan a – let's think about something, a special episode. We can go to interviews of the people that l- listen to Barber College success throughout their career, and now they're in shops working, and we can get, like, snippets of them thinking us and play them. Yeah. I don't know. That's just an option. I was just trying to think of, of options. I mean, that's a good one. Um, what, what, what does that sound like, Mitch? Just like cutting up a whole bunch of episodes and put it together for 150? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, hey, he's like, I'm, I'm just here so I don't get fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is an engineer in the back. He makes all this happen. Shout out for Mitch. Yep. If you ever want to get into the podcast world and you want to know how to start, how to get popping, how to do it, how to get going, hit up Mitch and Make Pop Studio. He will get you right, and he can he can do a podcast from 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 away. He can just shoot you into the studio and get you going. Do a remote. Yeah, you don't have to be in the studio to do the podcast. So anywhere you are right now in the world, the UK, Canada, Australia, Madagascar, Iceland. <laughs> yeah, you took, I just said you took my favorite one. We need to get people to send us videos. Of them thanking us. That if you're listening to this podcast, you're a regular listener. Send us a video of you thanking Barbara College success. If we've helped you in any way. Yeah, we may put we at least put them on a page if, yeah. if anything. Mm-hmm. Doing like a little uh, a collage for episode one fifty. I mean, like that stat we read that day. Um, or you sent me. I think Ryan sent me sent it to me too. Um, where most podcasts don't go to about like what? And you know, most people don't make it past the second episode. Like seventy yeah. percent. He sent me that too. I said that's crazy. Yeah, that's oof. just being consistent. I mean, uh, that's what it's about. Consistency. We got content for days. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got content for days. <laughs> yep, yep. Everything from mafia to physical therapy to um, and taxes. I mean, um, mental health. Um, the barber flex. I mean, I, I, sometimes I try to regurgitate and remember the episodes. I'm like, man, There's a lot of them. We've done a lot. I mean, we've had some 
some strong guests. I mean, from how to study for the test. That was big. We need barber comedians. <laughs> barber comedian? Yeah, like doing stand-up like hair or something. Well, I guess Barber Jr. Barber he's, yeah, he's yeah. on his way. Yeah, he's yeah, there. Shout out to Barber June. He's been on the episode. Great, great guy. We got some great people. We got some great hitters on this episode, on the podcast. Yeah. Heavy hitters. Yes, sir. Jordan Barr is going to be the next big one. Jordan Beasy. What, comedian? <laughs> no, nah, like 40, 40 contra, uh, contest champions. You should, Andrew, when's your next one? Uh, they got one in September in uh, Lebanon, yes. Tennessee. Yes, that's going to be dope. I'm going to go to that. I'm going to do that one too. Yeah, I, I think. I, I, well, I'm definitely going to go to that one in September. Uh, my guys and them putting it on. Um, yeah, I'm going to go down and check it out. I think there's like a – the reason I want to go to it too, there's a – there's a big reptile exhibit, I think, the day before. And I, I mean, I just want to check out reptiles and check them out. What's your favorite? Is there a special one you want to I, see? I really don't like reptiles you like, snakes? like that. I, not really. I just want to see them in their setting. Would you hold a snake? Um, probably. I don't know. It depends. If it's a garden snake. I got a pet snake at home. It's pretty big. You got it's a pet a snake? Yeah, it's a bow. How big is it? It's like... Uh, two feet. That's not big, man. <laughs> you take him out and just like wrap him around you. Yeah, he just like I just like go through my hand and jump. It's my roommate's, but it's mine too. His name, name Sabo. I was about to ask you what the snake's name, Sabo. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a killer. <laughs> I think you named off a One Piece character. It is actually off a One Piece character. Sanji. No, Sabo. Luffy's brother, other brother. Here's another. You just ruined it. <laughs> I'm not that far yet. I'm not that far. Uh, that's a no, that's a whack. Uh, Jordan. Spoiler alert! It's if you watch yeah. this, if you watch One Piece. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! One of the greatest animes ever. I mean, hey, do they do barbers and anime? I haven't seen any yet. I don't think so. Y'all no. should come up with that. That would be crazy. Yeah. That would actually be dope. But I don't know how you would put that into an anime. I mean, he's got. He's got. He's got to be like a. Um, isn't um, what's the name? Um, what's that? Um. It's kind of like anime, but it's what is, what is that? Um, I'll remember that in a second. You gotta be like a bad bad A or something. You gotta be like a secret agent barber. Something because yeah. they, I mean, they got one with basketball, football, and soccer, volleyball, volleyball. Like yeah. so, I'm sure they they have one with cooking. Like there's not as yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, know, they can't make one with barber. Yeah, yeah. well, you got send them a send them an email. I, uh, who am I sending to Funimation? Uh, who, I mean, uh, look it up. But uh, who's it? We can write it and sell it. Yeah. You got to write the story and they get sell yeah, it. That's it. I mean, anime is taking over. I mean, that's a big part of it, I think. And you, you won't believe how many barbers and beauticians are in anime. Man, that's like, it's so cool because, like, when I ask my clients, it's usually the ones I don't expect to it's, watch it. Bro, I was about to say the same thing. It's always the ones. Like, I was cutting this dude and I went to school with him. And he's, I think he's just a physical therapist now. And he was like, because I got a painting on my wall, an anime painting. And he's mm-hmm. like, I like your gojo. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know who that is? <laughs> I was just asked kind of dude the other day. He was like 37. Yeah. And he was, uh, I was like, he was like, you watch anime. That's because I said, I said something. He's like, you watch anime, don't you? I was like, yeah. He's like, bro, I'm into it like, like heavy. Okay. I was like, for real? He was like, yeah, like Cowboy Bebop, all that. So I was like, bro, like he was telling me all the ones that he watched. And I was like, wow. I said, that's crazy. You don't even look like you'd watch anime. You never know. It's, it's yes, like, I mean, but how do you look like you watch anime? Well, see, back in the day, man. Like, yeah, you, you could tell us apart. <laughs> back in the day, like, tell us he, apart. Was, he was weird if you watch, because I was a weird kid. And then now it's hot now. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. Some people just watch it just because it's a trend, but we was there at the beginning. So so think about this. Your next barber competition, you dress up an anime. 
Hey, cool. Okay. You and your and your character and the dude you cut and dressed up as another. I know when I'm gonna do like a like the <laughs> hairstyle of an anime character, but as a fade. You see what I'm saying? That would actually be sick. You might have shown me something. That's that's, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, the next. So you start right now. September. We like what? Three months away. Yeah. Oh, sh- I mean, you can start buying. You, you get swole, and then you yeah. wear the top hat with the reindeer horns, and then you go as uh, what's his name. Uh, you talk about uh, chopper, chopper. Yeah, <laughs> no do shirt, cutting hair, yeah. like reindeer horn top hat. Have a piece of cloth around your waist and tied in a knot. Uh, you talking about? Uh, he's talking about uh, the dude from Dragon Ball Z. So okay. you probably think it of hey man, Broly, Broly, bro. I mean, hey, that's that's like yo that you said. My man came in some boxing gloves, some boxing shorts. I mean, you're not. Yeah, I there mean, should be a Halloween themed barber competition. Nah. That would be sick too. Yeah, everybody yeah. dress up and do haircuts. That would be dope too. I mean, do you? I mean, why not? No, you're not. I mean, I might really do that. I might. No, I'm going to do that. Actually, I'm, I will do that. Dye your, dye your beard blonde. No, no, I ain't gonna do all that. I mean, that's, that's part. That's, that's part. <laughs> I, I'm. A, I say I'll get my haircut. Uh, no, but but that's so. that's part of it though. I mean, you're a character. He's got some. I mean, yeah, but I don't know if I look good with blonde beard. It's not. It'll grow back so quick. It's not, it's, it's not about that. It's about winning this competition and doing something different, catching people's eyes. Do you want to win, or do you want to have a black beard your whole life? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and some I run, gotta... some run DMC glasses on, <laughs> bedazzled out. The shirt with the button unbuttoned. Yeah. Showing the two hairs on your chest. You got <laughs> this. The two. <laughs> Y'all got jokes. Nah, I'm yeah. just, I mean, but you dudes, dudes, you said dudes was dressed. Yeah. Dudes had color in their hair. Dudes had the whole night. No, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my thing. I, I feel you on that. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna run with that. Craig, you ever seen anime? I have. I mean, I haven't seen much of it. I mean, I don't watch much TV, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know if the Celtics not playing, I ain't watching. <laughs> or the Patriots. No. It's been a rough, rough go for, yeah, for both of them. Uh, Red Sox look all right. They might have a chance. Oh yeah, yeah. We we, we got to go. We go. They might have a chance. Fenway, here we come. Jordan has a Yankees hat. I mean, a, it, a green one. Look, I'm, Jordan, I'm not a I'm not a baseball fan. I just like the hats. The hats are hard. Can't wear a Yankees nope. hat. I don't like football hats. What? Baseball. Base, baseball hats are the way to go. They don't look right. What? <laughs> man. But yeah, man. Let's let's. So we, this, this was a great episode. What, what do you guys think? What, what, what is your last words about the episode? We talked about the, the barber show. We talked about this industry, about what the government is trying to do. And we got to protect our industry. So what is the last words, the last things you want to say before we get off? Um, that was it. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I hope, I hope that that law doesn't go through with the whole financial aid because that's really gonna i know that's gonna impact us like our our industry a lot so i really hope that doesn't pass um i mean yeah if you're in school go to barber competitions do some barber competitions don't be scared to do them don't be scared to fail because eventually you're gonna you're gonna learn from the all the all the things that you don't do good in i mean it's just there's no way you're not gonna fail as long as you're trying as long as you try then you're, you're always gonna be growing and learning and that's big what you think? Am I? Am I? Am I? Went on a trek today. He went and rode the twisty trail. Came back. He said, "Man, my legs are big." Yeah, I'm hurting. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna go to the crib, take a nap. Nah, last words. Uh, you gotta vote. Go vote. Watch the news. 
Exercise your rights. Yeah, read the paper. You know what I'm saying? Since COVID, they they did whatever they wanted to us, man. Don't let them don't let them do what they want to do to us. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just you. It's it's all of us. It's a we're we're a team. It's all of us. You gotta you gotta look at the actual situation. Exercise your right to vote. And 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 be up in current events. Be up in current events, especially in your community. And be a community activist. Be a community supporter. Be a community provider and give. Because in our industry, one thing I love seeing barbers doing in our industry is giving. I love seeing when barbers give free haircuts. I love seeing when barbers just want to help out in their community. Just be part of their community. Because if it wasn't for our community, we won't be where we are. And a lot of people in our community come and we they patronize us. And they love patronizing us. They love paying for a nice haircut. But it's also time for us to start really thinking about our community and just giving back. It's important because if that rule, that law is passed, I mean, it'll affect a lot of people who are trying to get into this industry and trying to get careers. It's important. Pay attention. Barber College Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC, and Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Virginia, and now Professional Academy. And Mr. Jordan Barr from where? Bristol, Tennessee. J Bob on Instagram. And my guy to my left. Am I Fields? Am I your barber? Marion, Virginia. And come check out the studio. See this great art that's up in this shop. Ooh. Barbershop and gallery. Yeah. If you if you passing through, I don't know of another barbershop that has a gallery. Some my, my favorite artist of all time is Am I's dad. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I mean, just I mean, for real. I mean, that's my favorite artist. I ain't trying to. The man was cold. The man was. He was cold. The man was sick with him. <laughs> he was. He was. And I just love the way his graphics. How he just. It's just so much <clears throat> into his work. You feel it. Yes.